Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Oh my gosh, you guys! We are finishing strong on resilient faith. Has anybody been receiving something? Y'all better say yes. Can I get an amen in the chat? Woo, woo! Because I have been. I've been receiving something. We've been all over, the pa- all over the place with faith because faith is the substance. How many of you know we need some substance right now? How many of you guys need some substance in your relationships, some substance in your finances, some substance in that bank account? Come on, some substance in the grocery store, in the refrigerator. You need some substance. If you're hungry right now, now ain't the time. Now ain't the time. But we need some substance, and that's what we've been talking about. We've been talking about faith works by love. Faith works by love. Faith takes responsibility and religion blames. Man, this is, we're on week five, guys. Faith comes by hearing, not seeing. We walk by faith. Last week, we talked about that we are saved by grace through faith. We are saved by grace through faith, right? Faith, faith, faith. And uh, that was saving grace. And today, y'all ready? Look at your neighbor and say, you ready for this? Like, I'm so excited. I'm ready. It's a step of faith to walk up here, bring this message. I'm ready. Y'all better get ready because we're going to talk about operating faith. That was saving faith, right? Has nothing to do with your works. But tonight, we're going to be talking about faith without works is dead. What? It's time to wake up, right? No more sleepy faith. No more, no more, no more sleepy faith. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing, but anyways, right? No more sleepy faith, right? Today we're going to talk about faith in action. Y'all ready for an action show? You already ready for an action movie? You already for an action adventure? How many of you guys ready for an adventure? This faith walk should be an adventure, right? And we have the victory. We should be walking by faith and not by sight, knowing that we have the victory. How do we have the victory? In Christ, in Jesus. That's how we have the victory, right? You cannot earn salvation. I want to make sure that we get that clear. Okay, today what we're talking about, faith in operation, is not you receiving salvation, right? Totally different. Saving faith, we're talking about operating faith tonight, right? Smooth operator. That's who we are. We operating in faith. I I don't even know if that's a song, but that just slid right out, right? As we mature in our new identity in Christ, We start to learn who we are, and we start to discover that the promises that God has for us. We start to learn that we have rights and we have responsibility. We start to learn that God has given us every ability. All you have is all you need. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost myself right there. Yeah, yeah, right? But we need to build a strong foundation in Christ. We have to build a strong foundation in Christ. You know, like when you're little and they're telling you your name, your name is all the little kids. I still love it to this day. I'm either Shasha, Chacha, or Auntie Shasha. It's just how it goes. And then one day they get like in youth age and then they start realizing that everybody else is calling me Sasha or Miss Sasha. And they're like, oh, it's just so sad. I like the cha-cha, you know? Auntie cha-cha. It's just like so, and then they're like, Sasha, 
I'm like, what? Huh? And then, oh, I have this awesome story. So, nah, I'm not going to share it. not going to share it. Reel it in, girl. Reel it in. All right. I've been in, I've been in children's ministry for like 23 years, so I got so many, so many stories, but I'm just going to reel it in, right? So we need to build a strong foundation in Christ, all right? And this, this foundation should be producing fruit, okay? I love when people are like, man, you're so on fire for Jesus, and I, I, can't, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it, how you serve, how you serve in the back, how you serve in kids, how you serve pastors, how you, like, man, I don't know how you do it. But you know what? It's not me that is so exciting to you. It's the fruit, the fruit. The fruit, the fruit, the fruit that produces, right? So what you're seeing is the fruit of God's love. What you're seeing is faith working by love. What you're seeing is that faith that is alive, right? Not faith that is dead, faith that is in, in, in action. And that's what's so like, wow. You know what you're seeing? You're seeing the hands and feet of Jesus in action. Because it's way beyond me. It's way beyond you. And that's what the world should start seeing in you. How can you be going through the same storm as me, yet you have excitement, yet you're throwing a party, yet you're counting it all joy? How is that even possible? You're like, oh, let me tell you. His name is Jesus. Oh, you thought I was going to say no. His name is Jesus. That's right. His name is Jesus. And when I set my eyes on Jesus, this storm that I'm going through is temporal. It's just but a moment. When I keep my eyes focused that I already have the victory, this is but a light affliction. Oh my gosh. Man, I can't wait till we get to that. Paul throws down. Paul throws down. He's been thrown in jail. All kinds of, he's getting beat. He, all these things happen to him. He's talking about a light affliction. Man, we get uh, a hangnail. Oh, I can't go to church. Oh, like, please, get up. I don't even know, like a hangnail? Get your little nail clippers and clip it off and get your butt to church. Let's go, right? This light affliction. Imagine afflictions nowadays. We have AC, we got deodorant, we got shoes with socks and shoelaces. They were, who even knows what they had? You know, who even knows? Sandals, crusty dusties, but anyways. Faith without works is dead, okay? Faith without works is dead. It's non-productive. It produces no fruit. Ask your neighbor, where's your fruit? Where's your fruit? We want our faith to be, be producing fruit for ourselves and for others, for others to partake of, for others to see that God gets all of the glory, for others to see that if God did it for you, he'll do it for me. How do I become a part of that? What is God doing? How, how do I do that? And you're like, I have no idea. <laughs> to be honest, we don't really understand how it all works, but we walk by faith and not by sight, right? So faith without, faith without action is dead faith. How many of you guys want dead faith? Heck no. I want a live faith, right? I want to be bringing people to life by faith, through faith. Amen? We're going to go through stuff, but we're going to do it with God alive in us. Non-productive faith 
This is so lame. And this is when the Christian walk is no longer exciting. Why? Because your faith is not producing. And we get frustrated instead of taking responsibility to grow up of who we are in Christ and learn our rights and learn what God already did for us. And we start walking in that authority. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. I am with you always. God, Jesus is with you always. God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. You have nothing to fear. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. We need to start walking in that confidence. But how are we supposed to walk in it if we don't know? That's why we show up to grow up. That's why we go to church, not to get brownie points. You got all the brownie points you could ever need. I say that all the time because we get it confused. We still think somehow we're earning. We're earning something from God. We're earning something for God, but you're not earning anything. You're learning. You're learning, learning, learning. You don't need to earn a thing, but you do need to learn a lot. You need to learn a lot. We know you by your fruit. We know you by your actions. We know you by what you produce in your life. And that's how we partake of God in you or the lack of God in you. God is complete in you. But if you don't walk in it, that's when it's non-productive. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? We want to be producing faith that moves a mountain, but we need to learn about that faith so that we can walk in that faith, right? This is how we are the salt and light of the world, by faith. The world needs us now more than ever to rise up and walk by faith, not just about our own circumstances, not just complaining and whining about what we see and complaining and whining about everything that's on the news, that's on media, that's on whatever. The world sounds the same. Sound different. Sound different than the world. You shouldn't just be an echo. You should be making a difference, right? You should be making a difference. So by faith, by our fruit, we're the hands and feet of Jesus. So faith without action is dead. Faith without, so right here you get promises, right? That you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. We just sang that song that we already have a victory. But here is the part where you need to engage. You either walk in it by faith or you give in and give up and produce nothing. And that's the crazy part where you have a decision to make. You have a choice to make. God will not make you. He said everything is here. Take it. Take and partake and receive all of me. It's our responsibility, right? Faith makes the invisible visible. Faith makes the invisible visible. What is it that you need? What is it that you need from heaven to be birthed here on earth? What is the invisible that you need visible in your life right now? You have it available. You need to walk in it. And you know what? Faith takes belief. You have to believe that God is good. You have to believe that God is love. You have to believe that it's already finished. You have to believe that God is because you can't see him. You cannot see him, but we have to believe by faith, right? So verbal faith is not enough. How many of you guys know verbal faith is not enough, right? Because why? Because actions speak louder than words right? Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. 
Where is the love? Show me the love because love is an action. Love is an action, right? If love is an action, so verbal faith is not enough. We come to church talking about, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. But you know what that means? That you're a follower of Christ. That means you look to Jesus, you keep your eyes on Jesus, you act like Jesus, you walk like Jesus. But do we know Jesus? Like, do we know Jesus? Jesus had compassion. Jesus was amazing. Jesus walked in authority. Jesus did only the will of the Father. So we need to seek the will of the Father. God, what is your plan for today? God, what is it that you have for me today? God, who am I supposed to impact today? Who am I supposed, who am I through this storm, through this situation, gonna bring to salvation today? Who, it's the day of salvation for somebody, Lord. Show me who it is because I wanna find them. I wanna help them. You have a greater purpose when you know who you are in Christ, when you know why you were born, that you have a plan. It's not just about wake up, Netflix and chill and sleep and wake up, Netflix and chill. No, there's so much more to life. And, and so many people are searching for a purpose. They're, why am I born? Why am I here? There's got to be more than just this. There is more. There is more. There's faith and action available for you, right? So mental faith is insufficient. Faith must produce the tangible. Faith must produce the tangible. That's faith in action. Faith in action, right? True faith in God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit inspires action. If you believe that God is, you're going to walk like God is. If you believe that Jesus is alive in you, you're going to walk like Jesus is alive in you. If you believe that the Holy Spirit is your comforter, then you're going to walk in that comfort and not turn to comfort food. We're going we're gonna to break up with the ice cream. We're going to break up with the mac and cheese. We're going to break up like the devil wants to tell us that food is our comforter or TV is our comforter or this is our comforter. People are our comforter or your comforter is your comforter. No, it ain't. It's a blanket. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is your comforter. And when you walk in that, you start walking in supernatural peace in the middle of the storm. You start walking. You know, Jesus went and endured storm to get to the other side to, for the one. Who's for the one on the other side of your storm? Stop looking at your storm and start looking for that one. Who is that one? Not the one, you know. True faith in God. And Jesus and the Holy Spirit inspires action. It inspires change. And it will inspire others. Others will see how is it that you're walking by faith the way you are. How is it only by the grace of God? By the grace of God. Grace makes it. Faith takes it. We walk it in this thing. Yes? This is how we're going to change the world. Jesus says, those who love me, hear my words and obey them. Those who love me, hear my words and obey them. Any dads in the house, any moms in the house, talking about those who love me, those kids, they hear my word and they obey it. Man, more than a coloring, more than all the different things that your kids could do, but when they hear your word and they obey your word, man, that's love. That's love in action. We got to hear, Jesus said, hear my words. How many of you know the words of Jesus? I love just looking in the Bible, what Jesus said, what Jesus said, what Jesus said. Jesus says a lot. Jesus says some. Jesus says some. He's like, he's cool. I, I don't know. I could get into that, that whole Christian cussing because I'm not a cusser, just a little. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, there's a song like that, I don't know. But anyways, 
And Jesus would be calling them snakes and all kinds of things. I'm like, get it, Jesus, yeah. But anyways, I just, I love seeing Jesus in action. I love reading it. I love listening to it. I love picturing it. I can see him walking. I can see him talking. And then there I go. I see me walking and I see me talking, being like Jesus, walking with Jesus. And I'm like, this is awesome. We need to start experiencing that kind of relationship with the word. The word comes alive and we start hearing and obeying. This is why we need to apply what we hear. This is why we need to apply what we learn, right? We need to apply this word, love in action. We have to be hearers of the word and doers also. We hear the word, we apply the word. We hear the word, we do the word. Those are the students that have great success. We want great success in life, but how many know you need to apply? That's where the faith is working. That's where it's in action. You hear the word, it says something completely different to your lifestyle. It says something completely different to how you were trained. It says something completely different than how you're responding right now. And you start applying the word to that situation in your everyday life. James 1.22 says, but don't just listen to the word of God. Look at your neighbor and say, don't just listen. Come on, get that snappy snap snap. Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only kidding yourself. You're only fooling yourself. Don't be a fool, only fooling yourself. Don't fall for the lies of the enemy. He's a trickster. He's a trickster. But you know what? Tricks are for kids. Are we growing up here at Love Life? We're learning who we are. We're walking in authority, right? Resilient faith overcomes temptation. Resilient faith overcomes life's challenges. Stuff happens. Look at your neighbor and say, stuff happens. Stuff happens. But strong faith faces it head on. And it knows that this storm is only developing endurance. Come on, endurance, perseverance, let's go. On the other side, there's somebody's salvation. On the other side, there's a victory. On the other side of this storm, come on. How many of you guys want to be walking in perfect faith, like perfect love, perfect faith? How many of you guys want to endure the storm? Eh, no, don't sign me up. Sign me up. Come on. Let's get to the other side and show the world what it looks like to go through the storm in peace. Do the storm with confident expectation that God's getting you to the other side, that you're going to keep your eyes on Jesus, that he has a plan. Stuff happens, but strong faith faces it head on. This is just building endurance. This is just building perseverance. I, my confidence is in God. I love when Pastor Dan said on Sunday that in the stars are in the storm. My peace is with God. In the stars are in the storm. My peace is with God. My peace is with God. Amen. We count it all joy when the storm comes a knocking. Woo, we throwing a party. All right, let's go to the other side. We're growing through this. We ain't just going through this. We are growing through this, and we don't blame God because life happens, right? Life happens. Get to the other side. Pass the test. Graduate kindergarten already. Come on. You got this, right? We, we serve a good God. We just need to grow in understanding. We need to grow in his love, right? We know too much about him to doubt him. Look at your neighbor and say, I know too much about him to doubt him. I go to love life. We know God's love. We know God's grace. We know God's mercy. We know too much about him to doubt him. In Jesus, all I have is all I need. 
All I have, it's already in me, in Jesus. I already have all that I need, right? Everything that I do for him is a product that he's alive in me. It's not about my works to earn anything, but everything that I do for him is a product that he's alive in me. Is he alive in you? I don't work for salvation. I'm saved by grace through faith, not by works, right? Not by works. Because if it was by my works, if it was by your works, we'd be posting and boasting, right? We go and we, we feed the homeless, post and boast, post and boast. Oh, we go and we, we do something good. Why do we got to post about it? It's like we can't do something without taking a picture. Why? Because we need approval from man. We need everybody to know that, you know what, you're doing a good job. We're so proud of you. You know what, post whatever, get it out there. I'm just saying, don't let that be your approval. Don't let, don't let that, don't seek approval from man. Because they'll like you one day, hate you the next. You know, but God loves you always. And we serve God. That's who we're serving, right? We, it's not by our works. We're saved by grace through faith. But our works are fruit of our salvation. So there should be change in your life. Talking about then you should walk that change out, right? If you have an understanding of something, you're not insecure. You walk in security. You walk in authority. So our works are a fruit of God's love. God's love has been poured in your heart by the Holy Spirit. The works you do, the works you produce, that's you serving in church. That is you helping the homeless. That is you being kind and walking in love. Is a product, is the fruit of God's love alive in you. Ready? James 2.17. God's word translation. We show our faith by what we do. Okay? In the same way, faith by itself is dead. That is so crazy to me. Dead. No, my faith is not dead. My God is not dead. He is alive in me. He is alive in you. Let's wake up. Come on. In the same, in the same way, faith by itself is dead. Faith by itself is dead. It's non-productive. It does not produce fruit. If it doesn't cause you to do anything good. Another person might say, but you have faith, but I do good things. Show me your faith apart from your good things. I will show you my faith by the good things that I do. The good things that I do are a product of my faith. They're a product of, the, of God alive in me. They're a product of the love of God in me, right? You believe that there is one God. That's fine. Good for you. Woohoo! The demons also believe that and they tremble with fear you fool do you have to be shown that faith which does nothing is useless i don't want useless faith i want world-changing faith i want history-making faith and we have that faith you have that faith it's time to walk in that faith it's time to apply that faith it's time to walk in that kind of understanding with that kind of authority right there is this is why it is so important that we apply, 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 apply what we are learning. If you don't use it, you lose it, for real. We need to apply one step of, a faith, one step of faith at a time, one step of faith at a time. We don't need to be taking no leaps, leap of faith. Just take a step. And the next day, take a step. Take a step of faith, take a step of faith. Sometimes I can't see or understand everything in life clearly. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Sometimes I don't understand everything. But I'm not going to stop following Jesus. I'm going to look to Jesus by faith. I'm going to look to God's word 
by faith. Even if I don't have full understanding, right? I'm going to hear and do just like a little child hears and obeys their mom and dad. They don't have full understanding. They don't get it all. They can't see it all, but they hear and obey. I want to hear and obey like an obedient child hears and obeys the word of their mom and dad. How many of you are going to want to be that little child walking by faith, walking by faith, trusting completely that you serve a good God, that he watches out for you, that he's protecting you, that he got your back, that he's going to provide for you. You don't need to worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing. Uh, uh. Uh, yeah, that one, that song. Thank you. Don't worry about a thing. God's got you. But can you trust him? Can you trust him? Ask him. Talk to him. Pray with purpose. Perseverance, right? Trust me. Keep on seeking. Keep on learning. Keep on growing. Don't stop. Don't stop. Understanding will come. Understanding will come. You, you have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, 12, in the same way, we can see and understand only a little about God now. For reals. Sometimes we're like, we want to understand it all. But we can only understand a little bit about God right now. As if we're peering at his reflection in a poor mirror. But someday, you know what's crazy with that poor mirror reflection thing? Imagine back in their day. But like, we went to Guatemala and there's no mirrors anywhere. Like there's, we went to Guatemala on a mission trip and we're out there, we're going to all these different schools. You go to the bathroom, there's no mirror. There's no mirror. I'm like, we have mirrors everywhere. We got selfie cams everywhere we go. You know, like I, I put makeup on in Guatemala and I literally looked like a clown because I didn't have a mirror. I had so much highlight on. I was like a sparkling unicorn and um, we walked and there was a truck. And as I passed by the truck, I saw all the sparkles. I was like, girl, oh my gosh. And they're like, this is how your makeup challenge with no mirror goes. Like, for real. It was just like, and all the little kids were like thinking it was so cute. Thank God, right? You know, she's got sparkles everywhere. <laughs> but it just, imagine sometimes we can't see God clearly. And that's okay. Because we see him by faith. We walk by faith. For right now, it's a poor mirror. But someday, look at your neighbor and say, someday. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Come on. Soon and very soon. I'll stop. But someday, we are going to see him and his completeness face to face. Now, all that I know is hazy and it's blurred. But then, I will see everything clearly just as clearly as God sees into my heart right now. God sees you so clearly. He knows your heart. I can't wait to see him so clearly, right? So clearly. Right now we know in part. Sometimes I can't see clearly, but I'm still going to follow God. I'm still going to trust God completely, even when I don't understand, even when it doesn't make sense. I walk by faith and not by sight. I trust that God's got a plan, that he's got a strategy, and that I just want to tap in and discover that plan. I want to tap in and discover that strategy, like download God. Come on, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We just got to discover that plan one step of faith at a time in Christ Jesus. 
one step at a, one step of faith at a time. Paul said in Ephesians three seventeen that Christ may dwell in your hearts through what? Through faith. Christ dwells in your hearts through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. It passes our understanding that you may be filled with the fullness of God. How many want to be filled with the fullness of God? We want to be filled with the fullness. How many of you are hungry for the fullness of God? We know God through Jesus. We look to Jesus. Now to him who is able. God is able. Jesus is able. The Holy Spirit is able. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. And let me tell you, your girl can ask and think big. According to the power that works in you. The power is alive in you. You have all the power you could ever need. Get it to work. Get it to work. Apply it. Work, 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 work. Come on, let's go. All I have is all I need. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. We pray with purpose through perseverance that propels us into the promise. We pray with purpose right? We pray with purpose through perseverance. Sometimes you got to persevere. Sometimes it takes a minute. Sometimes it's going to take a little while. Sometimes it's going to be a little journey. But let me tell you, along the journey, you wouldn't change anything because you learned about who you are. You learned where you are. You learned who you serve. You learned all kinds of things. You started developing gifts in you. You started developing talents that you never thought possible, that nobody ever thought possible because it was along the journey. You're along for the ride. Say, Jesus, come on, take the wheel. I'm with you all the way. I want to learn. I want to grow through this. I, wanna, I don't want to just go through this. We pray with perseverance, we pray with purpose through perseverance that propels us into the promise. What promise of God are you believing for? Come on, let's pray with purpose. Come on, let's go through some perseverance knowing that it's developing in us. How do you want to grow up and develop? It's time to put away childish things and grow up. Let's grow. Let's grow. By faith in action, by operation, by operating faith. Our faith in action, operating faith. There's saving faith and there's operating faith. It's time to operate in faith. When you're a baby, it's the saving faith, yes. And now it's time to apply. It's time to grow up, right? Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance. That's, the that's what I'm talking about. How many of you guys need some substance, right? You need, a, you need to be having some substance. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Where's your hope? Is your hope in Jesus? Is he the anchor of your soul? Come on. The evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Come on. By faith, Abel. By faith, Enoch. Some of you guys need to get in the word. See, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Hebrews 11.6. But without faith it is impossible to please God. God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's, he's, not, he's not just going to say, hey, he's a rewarder. God's a rewarder to who? To those who diligently seek him. Come on, get your seek on. Get your seek on. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Sarah. By faith, Isaac. By faith, Jacob. By faith, Sasha. By faith, you. 
What are you believing for? What are, what are we writing down, right? This whole life is just a table of contents of eternity. Man, if this is just a table of contents, contents of what we got going on, it's going to be a good, long life. Amen? Because here is everything we see is temporal. We need to start focusing on things that are eternal. People's salvation is eternal. Let's get focused on saving this world. Let's get focused on helping others. Let's get focused on walking this thing out, producing fruit, right? By faith, you. When you know who you are in Christ, you fight fear with faith. When you know who you are in Christ, you fight fear with faith. You're not afraid of fear. You're not afraid to die. You're not afraid of death. You're not afraid of this time. You're not afraid of what's going on. You're not afraid of sickness. You're not afraid of disease. You're not a, you have no fear of men. Why? Because by faith, you are in Christ Jesus, and you walk in that authority, right? You endure storms by faith, because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And this, this is true identity, Christ alive in me. Christ alive in you, right? True purpose. Jesus is alive. He's alive. He, is he alive in you? Because he's alive in me. Let's act like it. Let's act like Jesus is alive in us, right? Let's walk like Jesus is alive in us. Let's take authority like Jesus is living in us, right? When storms come, we walk by faith. Walk like you already have the victory because you do. That's how you can walk through the storm, because you already have the victory. That's how you're more than a conqueror. How can you be more than a conqueror? Because Christ gave you the victory at the cross. When he said it was finished, it just began for every single one of us, right? Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 17, for our light affliction. Homeboy been thrown in jail. He gets whipped. He get lashes. He get all kind of things. Talking about his light affliction. We get a cold. Oh, why, Lord, why? His light afflictions, which is but for a moment. Why? Because he had his eyes on Jesus. He walked by faith and not by sight. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us. Is your light affliction working for you? Because it is. It's working for you, not against you. What the enemy meant for evil, God's working out for your good. Trust him. Trust him. A far more exceedingly and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look to the things which are seen. Why? Because we walk by faith. And that, that doesn't even make sense. We do not look to the things that are seen. Well, what you're looking at? The things that are unseen. We look to Jesus, right? But we look to the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are unseen are eternal. When you discover how to keep your eyes on Jesus and not your situation, your situation starts working for you. When you look to Jesus and not so focused on your situation, your situation starts working out for you. It starts working out for you, starts working out for your good, starts working out for the good of others around you. It starts working out. God gets all of the glory when you keep your eyes on him during these light afflictions. I've never been whipped, beat. I've never been thrown in prison. And we're not talking about the prisons we got where you get fed and you got, you know, it's not the same. We're talking about dungeons. No, 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 thank you, no, thank you. But I wanna look to, I wanna look to Paul. He's such a great example, right? So everything we see is temporal. Look to the unseen. Keep your eyes on Jesus. God turns your pain into a promise. 
God turns, he turns, it, he turns a loss into gain, failure into victory. And Paul gives us this great example. Let's look to Paul real quick. Come on. In Acts 16. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for story time? Come on, let's dive in. Let's get into the word. It's, it comes to life. Acts 16, 25. Around midnight. I'll be sleeping. <laughs> but here's Paul throwing a party at midnight. Woo! Here he goes. Getting wild. He's getting turned. Paul, midnight. Paul and Silas were playing, praying <laughs> and playing and singing hymns in prison, counting it all joy, throwing a party. They're singing hymns. They're singing, I'm going to see a victory. Raise a hallelujah. They're in prison. They just got some lashings, and they're raising a hallelujah. And all the prisoners around them are listening. They're throwing a party to God. And the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the, prison was sh- and the prison was shaken to its foundation. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up he- to see that the prison doors were wide open. He assumed that all the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted, Stop! Don't kill yourself. We're all here. The jailer called for the lights to be turned on in the dungeon. 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 Come on. Light afflictions. Come on. Talking about, I got a stomachache. I need no dungeon. Thank the Lord. Come on. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Come on. What victory is on the other side? Whose salvation is on the other side of that? The jailer called for the lights to be turned on in the dungeon and fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked them, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? Come on, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. They shared the word of the Lord with him and with all those who lived in his household. Come on, him and his house was saved. Even at the hour of the night, the jailer, he cared for them and he washed their wounds because they got a whooping, they got a lashing, and they're raising a hallelujah. They're giving thanks to God. They're throwing a party. They're counting it all joy, right? Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into the house and set a meal before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced because all of them believed in God. Whose salvation is on the other side of your storm? Are your eyes on your storm or your eyes on Jesus? Look to Jesus and your storm will work itself out. God's working it together for your good. This is how we're going to change the world. Let's change the world by faith in action. Let's be people of character who keep our word, people of integrity, where we walk this thing out in our everyday life. I say this all the time. It's not about what I say up here. It's about what I do at home. It's about what I do in the car. It's about what we do at Target. It's about what we post on the internet. It's about what we're doing that is an example, right? It's the works of our, what's us working out our salvation. It's not that we're working for it. We're working it out. How many of us need to get a little workout in? Come on. Time to hit the gym. Time to get it together, right? By faith, by faith. We are saved by grace through faith, not our works. You don't have to earn God's love. It is a free gift, but you have to receive it and you have to choose it. Choose it for yourself, right? God's love is a free gift. All you have to do is receive it. 
And if tonight you say, you know what? I want to be right with God. I want my life to get right with God. I want to walk in this faith. I want to be saved by grace through faith. I want this thing. I want Jesus. I want to change the world. I want to be a world changer. Then tonight's your night. Tonight's the night of salvation for you. And I would love to lead you in a prayer. If you have not received Jesus, we're going to call in the name of Jesus. It's simple. You just call in his name. You receive him and you're a part of his family. But the rest is us growing up. Let's call in the name of Jesus right now. If, so let's everybody say this together, bow your heads. Say, Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe in you. I ask you to save me, set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God. And just like that, God has a plan for your life. If tonight was your first time receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I ask you to please click that button. Raise your hand if you're in the building. We have some resources for you. We would like to welcome you to the family of God. We'd like to celebrate with you. There's so much more than just getting to heaven. There's living heaven on earth, walking by faith and not by sight. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.